The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely those of myself and my guests and do not reflect those of the Walt Disney Company or anyone else's employers. to the podcast without a cool acronym the podcast where we review disney television animation shows i'm your host chandler derochet joining me on the podcast today via zoom once again we have d gill you're right that is a pretty big door jacob martin i still fight for the users and agatha vile sorry you caught me in the middle of my dinner and welcome to the second episode of Tron Month here on the podcast without a cool acronym. Woo! I still don't get it, and I still want to kill whoever released that bit. Who put in the audio of me sending Cherry out to potty? I <laughs> cut it out. I, th- I, I obviously, <laughs> I intended to cut it out, and then just, like, it just didn't. She's two! She's underage! I'm sorry. Nobody is mad at Cherry for that. You are so lucky I am busy in my laboratory that I can't come over and murder you right now. now see, the um, thing is, you're angry at Chandler. You shouldn't be. You should be angry at editing Chandler. Editing Chandler, yes. <laughs> yeah, uh, past from here right now, future from here for this episode. There's two of you. Which is the evil one and which is the good one? Uh, the one yes. that left that in by mistake. <laughs> yes. So, which one? <laughs> okay so um we're here to cover episodes six through ten of tron uprising um and we kind of already went through all the background stuff and all that in the first episode so let's just jump right into this and in case you missed any of the background the opening monologue in each episode handily summarizes everything yeah the recap voice is very much dripping with irony the whole time as it's recapping the episodes any more ironic, and it'd be an Alanis Morissette song. <laughs> Irony is not coincidence. Um, <laughs> so the first episode of The Batch we're talking about today is Isolated. Uh, Tron has Beck go on a stealth mission to steal a data cube. What's that movie with um, Goldie Hawn? I think that's Goldie Hawn. Not swept away. Is it swept away? Overboard. Swish. Overboard! How did you know? Uh, because I remember the remake came out uh, not too long ago while I was working, and I looked it up and it was a remake of a movie with Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn, and it was kind it of... It is a very toxic movie, but if you actually watch it, the chemistry between the two, because the actors have real-life chemistry and it's so good, it's like... Oh, he's making her remember stuff that never happened and is holding her hostage. Why, Cherry, do you want my food? <laughs> Hi, that Cherry. was absolutely perfect timing. Yes, that was perfect timing. <laughs> Why do you want my food? Orf, orf. <laughs> uh, Don't edit uh, a thing. The bit is Cherry, but... She just uh, she doesn't say yes. Or, is it a bit? The one that says yes, 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 yes. Yeah, yes, no, yeah no. that's a bit. Wait, yes, yes, she yes. goes, she goes, oof, and like that. 
Um, so Paige is reminiscing about past friends from when she was a medic. That's right. We get some Paige backstory in this one. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yes, I actually like this. I like when you see what b makes a villain become a villain. This this um this block of episodes has uh, a few of these really. Except good for me, time. I was born a villain. Yes, <laughs> yes, you are. Um, I just signed this, up for an agency, so that's where I am. <laughs> this this batch of episodes has a couple of these that are like really good, you know, back and forth between um, the past and the present, where we get these flashbacks. Um. So it does as... get rather uh quick thing. I'm sorry to say this does get rather dark with uh, what's been going on in this world with all the uh, mass shootings and stuff. So if any of that type of action bothers you, I would recommend maybe skipping this one. Yeah. Yeah. This, this show can get pretty dark, especially for oh, a Disney yeah. show. Oh mm. yes, we'll get to that later. <laughs> Did I tell you about my friend catching up on Amphibia and she cried so hard she threw up after the second season? Oh yeah, True Colors. True mm. Colors. Yeah, the episode that infamously got delayed for like what was that? Like two weeks because they had to go back and add a disclaimer because they realized, oh. This 14-year-old girl gets stabbed through the chest by an energy sword and presumably dies. Maybe we need to, um, I don't know, add some kind of disclaimer. I mean, we've already talked about the series finale of Amphibia on this podcast. So if I've, I've never podcast, watched so... any of Amphibia, so. Well, she oh, I, told actually... Gun I, I told Gunther himself that uh, I liked the finale. Before, the, before Gilbert Gottfried killed him. <laughs> Spoiler alert, Marcy doesn't actually die anyways, so it, it just seems like a mortal injury at the time, which is why they had to be like, oh, we're going to add a sneak peek to season three so that, you know, it's it ends on a happy note. So Beck ends up being pursued by light jets and copters after making away with the data cube that he was stealing. Uh, we get more uh, flashback stuff with um, Korra. We actually see Korra meeting yes. Paige in the past. My wife! Yes, we know. Okay, can I ask a question? May I please ask a question? Uh, the friend who was with Cora, it looked like she was wearing a hijab. I think that might is just that... be the way the hairstyle is in the show. I think that might just yeah. be that. Can I make it, just for my dear Muslim listeners and followers, can we make it, uh, well, I don't, I'm not quite sure how the Muslim religion would work within, uh, Tron's universe because I still don't understand this goddamn series. But can we please make her Muslim? The the only real religion in the Tron universe within the grid is just believing in the user existence or not believing in users, pretty much. Right. And that kind of still... died off after the first movie. We're in control now, so I want to make it canonical that she has a a computer hijab. I don't know what it would be called. Any of my Muslim listeners, my dear friends, if you have a better term for it, please let me out. Cherry, don't steal my plate! And on the plus side, it still wouldn't be the weirdest headgear worn by programs with de uh, devout belief in users. I was going to say, yeah, the entire first movie. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> I get why they did it, because trying to do hair in that style would be an absolute nightmare. It's still a pain in the butt to do hair. Except for Resident, the latest Resident Evil games, they did a very good job with how they did the long hair and how they made a beautiful, giant, voluptuous vampire lady. 
I'm just thinking of um in specifically the first Tron because of the way that they did the glowing circuitry and all that stuff actually having them have like real hair would be a complete nightmare to do on the visual effects level. So I get why they had the helmets. I just think all they right, look I'm, goofy as hell. I'm a 90s kid. <laughs> yeah. Who remembers all the girls had like either a square on their head in video games or it was always short hair or in a ponytail or you know tucked <laughs> under a hat. I think it started had... to get better with American McGee's Alice Madness Returns. It was not the best, but it was like, oh, I'm playing a video game character who has long hair that's not mm. always cutting through her shoulders. And then Resident <laughs> Evil 7 really perfected it. And then we had and then we had triangular boobs of Laura Croft. I was just gonna they, say, yeah. Or as they're or as they should be called, Breets. Breets. <laughs> Oh, oh my goodness. For the uninitiated, Uh, watch Cat Icarus. I was going to say, if you don't watch Cat Icarus, do yourself a favor. Now, I want to comment on episode six. This is my favorite episode of the series because I love Korra. And Mm -hmm. seeing her appear in the show was like, it was a fun moment of like, yay, my favorite. It was quite a surprise as someone who's still not familiar. I did recognize her and I had to quick grab my phone do a little googling oh it's that's actually her from the movie yeah they actually got her her to do it yeah i was gonna say that was cute yeah that was even better when they get the actual actors and they don't well first of all kudos to any voice actors who can replicate voices there is one uh voice actor from the video game bugs next dear i am so sorry i don't remember your name at the moment please look it up please if you can edit the name in do so he sounds exactly like danny devito look up the video game bugs next there was a character I, I I don't remember the actor's name nor the character's name at the moment. It's a great game, but he sounds so much like Danny DeVito. The ca- the character's name is Cromdo. Yes! Oh my God, he is so amazing. That is such a good game. It opens up with a, with two lesbians kissing each other. And is voiced by Rick Zeef. If I'm not pronouncing that right, I Rick? apologize. Rick, this is Agatha Vile speaking. You did an excellent job in that performance. And I, I know I've heard your voice before in other works. And you are so talented. You and all your friends are. So basically... I may steal your vocal cords because I really want a crab experiment to sound like Danny DeVito. Sorry. <laughs> so basically, um, Cora and Ada were getting attacked by someone. And they, they have to hide that they're ISOs. Um, Cora's friend Ada actually is injured and the the medics help her um well they don't uh, know yeah, that she's ISOs. um they don't know that she's an iso when they do yeah, they don't know yeah. that she's an iso because we we get some more context into the whole thing with the isos later because everything is kind of mentioned in tron legacy but it's not really ever like explored in if you detail, want to know more you nice should buy this. issue 36 <clears throat> or however it goes i know how um, you nerds work so we also find out that Paige actually also practiced music back in the day before she worked for Tesla's Tesler. forces. We all, all of us villains have a secret little talent that we do. Me with Irish dancing, her with music. Oh, you don't even want to know what Captain Hook was. Also Bowser with music. Itches, oh, that was peaches, just a given. Peaches, peaches, peaches. <laughs> <laughs> I sing that to Cherry while uh, she's falling asleep. 
So basically, um, the whole thing with this episode is that Paige and Beck end up crashing on this, like, this really weird kind of deserted island just in the middle of kind of the ocean. That... And then Overboard happens. You all know yeah, that it's classic falling, movie. It's falling apart. This island is, is crumbling. Um, Paige actually fixes Beck's arm, and she's like, of course, she is still page about everything but um beck convinces her that they kind of have to work together to actually get off the island the one so the island is de-resing did yeah it's somebody could, did someone have to do a thing for it to collapse I, or is it i think i think when stuff crashed into it that kind of set yeah. it sent it into yeah. a spiral of collapse the thing with uh programs in the tron universe is that they are very brittle it's usually one or two hits and then they're out so imagine crashing something into a simulated environment, then that environment is going to break down. This gives a whole new meaning to uh, Microsoft Flight Simulator. <laughs> Which begs the question, what program uh, flew into Adobe? <laughs> Don't look at me. That's now what I'm going to blame anytime Ableton crashes on me. It's just some some Tron program crashed. What a light flew into my it. Final Cut program? <laughs> <laughs> Why is this being so slow? <laughs> Anyways, um... slowly de-resing as you're working on it. <laughs> that is fascinating. If you could, do you know how uh, it could be like a different Tron series, but it's also like cells at work. That one anime where it's like, oh. This person got cut on her on their arm or whatever or their head or their they have an illness. So you know what's happening while you're also seeing the inside of the body and how they react to it. I need to show that to my mother. She's a respiratory therapist and a wear bear, and I think she would enjoy oh, cool. that show. That's that cool. would be kind of interesting. Uh, sorry, she's a what? You know the term uh, a mother bear? Oh, I thought you said werebear, and I'm just like, say yeah, what? Yeah, she is. She turns into a bear after, after when the when the full moon comes out. No, that's a stereotype. She could do it whenever she wants. Watch out word for to the, the sea bears. Word to the wise: do not show her brave. <laughs> if word to the wise: I... she's not interested in that movie. So, <laughs> uh, in the flashback, Paige uh, tries to learn to fight from Cora, but ends up actually discovering the truth that Cora and Ada are ISOs. Dun dun dun. We found out we, we find out shortly afterwards that Cora and Ada knocked her out and left. Uh, specifically, it was Cora that actually knocked her out. Um, knowing that Tesla's forces were going to basically murder everyone because um, essentially what happens is when ISOs are discovered anywhere, like they they purge everything. On purpose? Yeah, on purpose. I I don't I don't know exactly why it was decided that um that page would be saved when e everyone else wow. is, is sorry i looked up is... the uh iso so i could get a better idea of it and i i see status derez derez date 1989 mostly yeah because mm. yeah. that's the events of what happened in tron legacy when clue shows up and rises to prominence right yeah he sees the isos as an imperfection so he tries to get rid of all of them because he is a racist dickbag yeah, scorched earth. <laughs> Listen, all scorched I'm saying is earth. some of the best music, Tron music, written by a trans woman, and what's happening today with the bounty hunting of the trans community. 
Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. Mm. yeah. No, see, that's yeah. also why I'm... I'm... I'm gonna take a sip from my tea. I've said this before, and now I'll... It wasn't tea! It was it. soda! <laughs> it went up my nose. I will... Okay, I'm gonna start <laughs> over on the I'm okay. Are you elaborate now? I'm fine. So I've my said joke this in failed. the past. I've said this in the past, and I'll elaborate on it now, but my unpopular opinion is I don't actually really like Paige all that much. Blasphemer. Well, you must die. <laughs> I'm interested to, to, to know why. So part of it is, one, I kind of have compartmentalized all of, like, Clue and Tesla and that whole, like, that whole, pretty much the orange side of Tron to basically be, like, racism and or Nazis. Insert large bigotry group here, right? That's so. Fair. So for her to like, you know, kind of remember anyone who's listening, there is life after hate, lifeafterhate.com. It is a support group site that can help you from moving on from the bigotry that you were brainwashed with, which is a thing that sadly happens. People get brainwashed. It is. They get tricked, especially at their lowest, which is what happened to Paige. Yeah, if exactly. Do I? Do I, I was also I talking about. I don't about... excuse her actions. I think she's an absolute monster, but she's also hot. <laughs> you know, if only there was another show I was going to talk about in the not too distant future that kind of touches on the subject of uh, inherited prejudice and and that kind of thing. <laughs> ah. Hmm. Ah, if only there was some other show that kind of delved into that with like ghosts or something. I don't know. But yeah, um, no, anyway. For... But yeah, for her. Are you talking like... about my college days? No, I'm not talking about your college days. Oh, okay. No, no but for for her to like, you know, start to see the proper ways of things and like that, and understand like from a you know from the perspective of the other side, and then just immediately snap back out of it because like you know her biases were quote unquote like confirmed quote unquote when Quora did one violent thing like that kind of to me it's like okay so you're irredeemable to me because of that that switch over there of the instead of i will learn more about the isos and find out you know they're not actually evil as soon as she finds out that Korra's an iso immediate switch is like oh no you're evil i can't like you now why and, can't she any... see isos aren't the enemy <laughs> <laughs> like any any person that does that in real life as well immediately dead to me so yeah that's kind of what i don't really like Paige that much they try to redeem her oh you're a like, trump supporter <laughs> like i'm you know what i mean I like i don't i don't know like they try to redeem her throughout the series they either just don't go far enough with it or she just keeps reverting back and i'm like Maybe had they had a season two like they should have, she would have actually full on switched over and been against Tesla and understood why, you know, what she was doing before and why at least I hated it. But like, the way that it stands, I'm not a big Paige fan. Mara all the way. Can I uh, read something really quick? Sure. Car's friend Ada may have been named after... uh... Ada Lovelace, or Countess of Lovelace, 
who is an English mathematician and writer, chiefly known for her work on Charles Babbage's proposed mechanical general purpose computer, the analytical engine. So although when my father said, and when I mentioned in the previous episode, if you're able to hear me, that why did they run out of uh, computer names? Well, my dear father, they didn't. They decided to name themselves after badass women. Oh, yeah. No, there's so many Easter eggs like that throughout the entire franchise. Naming people, I like it. Naming like lots it. of things after like, you know various computer designers and things like oh, that. Oh, Ada was also, re- the name Ada was reused for another female program in the video game. Yep, in Tron Identity, there's an Ada that runs the, uh, I think it's the library. Ooh. I need to finish cute. that game. I really do. I haven't gotten around to it because it came out right before school happened for me. So I've been busy with homework and then this show and a bunch of other crap and I just haven't I still think she's wearing a hijab, but... I don't know. I like representation. Suck it, ri- Republicans. I almost mm-hmm. said liberals because I'm nuts. I don't know what rip that means. Rickroll, Raggy. Suck it, Rickrolls. Bring us right to the road. So at the end of the whole the whole island situation, this is the trigger moment I was telling you listeners about. Um, mm. The enemy. Goes in and says, oh, well, this whole building or whatever is under quarantine, but it's not just stay here for two weeks and watch Disney Plus most days. It means everyone has to die. And it was actually very disturbing for me because I don't remember which one it was, but a mass shooting had occurred when I watched that episode. So why does that always happen? What I discovered Red Letter Media, the Star Wars the prequel videos with the jokes of, oh, he has girls kept in his basement. Around the same time, the Ariel Castro victims were discovered in Cleveland. Have you heard of that? No, but it doesn't sound very pleasant. Three girls were held for at least a decade in a man's house. Yikes. Oh my God. After one month in prison, he hung himself, that little bitch. Also, I I just want to point out, by the way, that if they couldn't tell that Quora and Ada were ISOs, then they're kind of idiots because I've noticed this. ISOs have exposed shoulders. Almost no other programs. Is have that exposed the only shoulders. way they. No, Wait on their. No, um, no, no, on, no, no. On That's how they find like, it out? That's. No, they, um, they found out Quora because on their arm there is like a little ISO symbol that shows up on every ISO's arm. Uh, but I, I, I understand that, but I'm just saying, besides the, oh God, they're marked. Yeah, but like, it's just, Ugh. so wait a minute, the, the only characters with exposed shoulders and y'all didn't notice that? <laughs> like, wait a minute. <laughs> nah, I didn't notice because they're probably me. Well, also, you're not like a big Tron nerd the way that the rest of us are. I guess Paige also kind of has like a little bit of her arm showing later, and so does um, Mara at times. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, the way that like ISOs specifically have their sleeves starting in the way that they are, that's unique to the ISOs. So how did no one catch that? <laughs> I guess for programs, they just aren't very observant. I guess, yeah. but if you're going to be a military program, 
you should probably be observant of things like that. At the end of the episode, um, the the whole thing with uh, with 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 Beck and Paige on the on the island ends with ultimately Paige gets picked up by Tesla and Beck is able to escape on his own, kind of using um, the two pieces of the two crashed crafts to create something new to essentially be a boat to get him off the island. Legos presents some Tron Legos, which I have. Yes. Tron Legosy. Yeah. I'd like to point out that while I was out of town, I took. I was at a little store and I took pictures of some Tron action figures and I said, supper. And one of you said, if I give you money, will you buy it for me? And I said, why do you think I said for you to suffer? <laughs> oh, see, I have a nerd shop in Seattle. If I'm, it's not too far from my work either. So if it's, if I see one, I, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll be the resident, uh, Tron merch person if I see something like that there. All five of these episodes are really, They're really awesome. Good. They really are. All of these are great. <laughs> yes. Um, so the price of power, Shaw has a weapon that he's delivering to Tesler, um, and Beck attacks the dirigible that he's in. Shaw literally complains like, we don't have enough security, and of course Beck shows up. Hello! I've been here this whole time! Me! Clark Kent! <laughs> And after, I'm making a comparison. After a battle, um, woo! Sorry, it got mail. After a battle, Shaw pretty much falls to his death, uh, which Tron is very upset about this because he told um, Beck specifically to take him alive, and Beck's like, "Look, I tried. It, he he was too." Gee, if only maybe stubborn. I could have more than one person with me. So yeah. maybe all this work would be so goddamn difficult, Tron. <laughs> you know, maybe Tell if we could bone, recruit man. someone else instead of just being this one-man revolution where uh, <laughs> yeah. we're doing oh, all the work and telling know. you what we need to do. I wonder if the series will keep touching on that. <laughs> Let's keep watching. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Zed and Mara are being harassed at the at the garage to finish a tank for Tesla. A tank? Wait. wait. Oh yeah, yeah. They've yeah, been there tanks since eighty-two. I was gonna say oh, yeah. yeah, tanks have been there since the OG Tron. I don't care. All those tank care. programs. Tanks yeah. for nothing. Tron I tanks. don't care. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> um, Wait a minute. Let me see if I can hit you. I missed. I was gonna just and... like input a swing noise and then just him going ow <laughs> and, and the weapon is basically like a mod to your program essentially and it makes it so that you have like super agility and speed yep and then you're and... also like aggro as hell yeah and mm. oh, wait, hang on, back... wait, i can recreate this in real life watch this so basically tron tells beck to destroy the weapon and Beck is on his way to do that. He's like, well, you know, good thing I work at a garage where we have a high-power laser that I can use to destroy this weapon. But Beck ends up getting ambushed and uses the weapon, which, like like we said, gives him enhanced speed and agility and makes him super aggro. And it um, makes your eyes escapes... flash red. <laughs> yeah, well, he escapes Paige, but clearly he's already being affected by it. Because, yeah, like, like it basically is starting to... A.K.A. me on my period. It's It's... You know what I would compare it to is it's kind of like using a, a symbiote in Marvel where it kind of, you know, affects your behavior even when you're not actually actively using it as, like, a, a, a superpower. 
it still like affects your behavior. Oh crud! There might you be know, a helicopter. I, you know, Eddie here. and Venom are absolutely gay, right? Oh, oh yeah. without question. Yeah, of course. I always My tell people is... before you watch Venom, I want you to imagine you're going into this movie while watch as if you're watching a romantic comedy. <laughs> See, Agatha, have you... Give me Ag your goddamn arm! Thank Agatha. you! What? Have you seen uh, Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur yet? Not yet. So, one of the episodes in that, uh, there is an internet troll that is um, that, that keeps posting mean comments on the on the moon girl like social media pages and it turns out to be a symbiote that's just that's just an internet troll basically oh my gosh it's so good that's <laughs> hilarious it's so speaking, good speaking of okay Marvel i can't symbiote. put your arm back in so i have to get get your old arm in hold still speaking of marvel symbiotes can we please get an on-screen version of monster Ock from the ps1 game because that mm -hmm. would be terrifying I don't play video games, so I don't know what you're talking about. God damn basically, it, sir. Basically, Doc Ock fuses with the Carnage symbiote and makes oh a my horrifying God. monster. Oh, 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 amazing. Oh. It chases you down a hallway while squelching the word die over and over again. It's horrifying. That's, that's horrifying. I love that. <laughs> wait, I think wait, 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 wait. How was that in Multiverse of Madness? <laughs> there was that in Let There Be Carnage. A symbiote... Yeah, just look up Monster Ock and you'll see him. Shut up, I'm writing! <laughs> oh no, I'm she's taking it. notes. No, I'm not. So Shut we're up. Gonna have, we're gonna have crab experiment Monster Ock, aren't we? <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, so where is she gonna get her hands on a symbiote? So, so like I would question is... her. She uh, excuse me, do you remember Unidentified Flying Oddball where I said I had friends who worked at NASA? Suck my dick. Oh, I was man. gonna say, she's a villain. She has connections. Oh yeah. Um <laughs> uh, so Beck attacks the people who were harassing Zed and Mara and he calls Zed a coward, which, you know, fair. Finally. And he's like, oh, you you've changed, man. <laughs> Shut up. You're thirsty. I'm, and you're I'm gonna stupid. get into this later, but I have some things to say about Zed. <laughs> what that he's a thirsty idiot what did i call yes. him in the previous he's episode? thirsty dumb boy thirsty dumb boy can we it make that into a jingle correct. thirsty dumb boy the tank is going to tesla's base and beck follows and what we get is another tesla versus beck battle which is awesome with stretchy arms don't we yes, also the get the arms. um He's the he's, remember, he's got the he's like a he's like a, a terrifying version of the sticky hands. Is the sticky that, hands are um, already terrifying. You don't know what's stuck on them. <laughs> That's true. Is that isn't that? Uh, yeah, I like see dog hair hands. and cookie crumbs and other mysterious stains. Because skin cells the mold. One, the, the one that um. That's not what's going on. What's wrong with you? I hate you. There's that battle between um, Beck and Pavel in the yeah. garage. Yes, mm -hmm. um, uh, I know this. Uh, ha -ha! Pee Wee Herman. Yes, yep. yeah. It's the same All voice Rubens. actor, which is All really Rubens. funny to me. He's also Rex from Star Tours. Lightspeed. <laughs> Comics. 
comments. I need to do that now. We need a comment, yo. I need to dub in while the laser is spinning around. You just put in like Rex quotes. Yes. <laughs> I need to do um, that. <laughs> so yeah, Pavel suggests. Actually, hang on. We're going a little out of order because we um, just mentioned the the whole garage thing. But um, Beck uh, Beck rescues um, Abel, who is hurt in the process, and Zed bla- is still like like seeing that Abel was hurt blames the renegade. Yeah, I wrote in my notes here, Zed is still an idiot and the worst character in the show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what you do. Because, like, yes. because, like, the I... villains are villains, but, like, Zed, Zed just sucks. <laughs> my roommate used to do this thing. We, we used to watch the show Arrow, and I remember the villain, but she would do this entire gesture with, with her arms, and she'd make a big circle and point. So it, it was like, all of this, your fault. So, um, Pavel suggests taking the garage hostage. A garage stage, if you will. Uh, I no, give that a 7 bad. out of 10. Bad. Yeah, that wasn't even that good of a pun. That's too much of a stretch. It's, yeah, it's too much of a stretch. Like, like the, like, Tesla's arms. Like those arms. Don't quit your like day the, job. Uh, that, damn it. <laughs> uh, so, Beck is being poisoned by this weapon, but he won't listen to Tron until he finally snaps out of it after he ends up actually fighting with Tron for a second. And he agrees, okay, yeah, I'm going to destroy it. Um, but, of course, and as he's about no to go destroy video it... no of him going through withdrawal or anything like that. It's just, one episode over and done with. Oh, no, the weapon comes back. Oh, yeah, it comes back. Um, Pavel gets a hold cool. of it. Um but Pavel ends up causing the laser to go like completely haywire and just like spin around and wreck the shit out of the garage. Basically, he turns the freaking laser into that plane from Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah, it's spinning around. It's basically that, but Tron. <laughs> and then uh, Kermit's in the background does... and he shoots a Nazi. No, no, shreds it in the propeller. Yeah. 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 Exactly. No, I'm saying. <laughs> which, which will you listen still... to me? I said Kermit the Frog. Oh, Shoots oh, a oh. Nazi. Oh yeah, yeah. Son of a bitch. Kermit the Frog shoots Whatever. a Nazi. Whatever. Uh, I still love that that scene where a Nazi gets shredded up by a propeller is still in a Walt Disney World stunt show. Yeah, it is. Oh, it, it freaked tamer. me out as a child when I first saw it. It's so good. It's a lot tamer My because they just drop him into the floor. Mother, did we see a murder? Yeah. <laughs> No, we saw a man fall into a pit of smoke as a plane rotated around behind him. <laughs> no, no, no. When I saw it, it wasn't, it wasn't smoke. It was like shreds of clothing that went up in the air, too. Huh. They've Ooh. since gotten rid of that because when I saw it when I was down there, it's No, just, what? It's just smoke. Like, you saw the smoke and there was like, clo- like str- fabric flying in the air. They got rid Disney, y'all have gone soft. The effect is still there, just not with the shreds of clothes. It's just the mist and stuff now. I know that at one point, I know that that, like the original version of the of the Jaws ride at Universal Florida actually had like the shark explode and they had like guts shoot out and then and and, like land and get recycled. And And that effect did not ever work correctly, and so they had to redo it to be like the electrocution from was that Jaws two? Jaws two. Remember? Yeah. One of the stupid Jaws sequels that didn't us. need to exist. Well, it's still not as bad as Jaws 3 or Jaws the Revenge. All of the Jaws sequels don't need to exist. These, That's movies, did not, <laughs> these movies did not need to exist. I will the say that. Jaws 19 was okay. Eh, Jaws 3. Shark. 
Eh, with the scene of that one guy being swallowed and eaten alive by the shark is a very terrifying concept. Yeah, the first, yeah. yeah. Of course, I love that was from the third movie. I was trying to give him credit. I I love Mm. sharks. It could have worked. So I know all of the, I know all the ways to avoid sharks, and that they're not ridiculously hostile like that movie. Well, yeah. I remember we had to watch the goddamn movie all because of my roommate who said, "Hey, there's underwater welding in it, and there's so there's welding in it, so now we have to watch it." And uh, mm. I removed her brain for an entire week, and she was not mad at me. She was very mad at me. Though Jaws three still has that amazingly hilarious shot of the shark just sort of floating <laughs> there towards the building. Ah! <laughs> <A> bath toys <laughs> attack. <laughs> That is one of my favorite shots in also, any bad that, movie ever. That whole movie, just like the whole concept of it is so stupid because it's like, oh, we have this whole underwater area at SeaWorld. I'm like, that water over there is like 10 feet deep and it's not salt water. You would have or to- Or is it connected to the to, ocean? It's not connected to the ocean because it's in fucking Orlando. Yeah, it's very inland. The city has land in the name of the city. Hello. So the next episode is called The Red Scare. I mean, The Reward. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Well, hold That's on, hold on. Accurate. So Beck destroys the weapon. Um, Zed saves Mara and Beck makes sure that she knows that. And Pavel has a backup of the weapon or something. I wasn't entirely sure how that happened. The well, he found the shards. Oh, he found the shards. Okay. So, so basically, the laser didn't destroy it. It's like it's like cutting an arm. It off didn't destroy it all the way. Yeah, it destroyed half of it. So now there's, I believe, there's two of them. Now it's because it can double. It both sides regenerated. So now. So basically, two of them. that was the worst possible thing that could have done. Great. Absolutely. <laughs> double your pleasure. Double your superpowered evil sides. Yay. <laughs> For more information, check out Overly Sarcastic Productions' Trope Talk video on the superpowered evil side. What's wrong with superpowered evil side? Well, when they have a weapon that makes you kill everyone, that isn't me. What's wrong? Oh no, it's just like breaking down the idea and the trope of the superpowered evil Let me tell you about my whole plan, Mr. Bond! So Tesla is having a nightmare about Beck winning. Okay, wait a minute, shut the hell up! They can have nightmares?! Like I said, don't overthink. All right, no, now I have to don't ask. Don't overthink the franchise. Like all sci-fi. It's Why is there a sexual it. attraction if you can't mate? There's no children. I, I refer you back to the uh, pregnant users should not ride um, part of the Tron Life Cycle run. <laughs> 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 oh. How does that work? <laughs> Uh, what if you're not pregnant? Have to ask my father Coming soon to Disney friend. Junior Tron Babies. Eh, I'd watch it. Uh, Motherboard. So, so, te- so Tesla. <laughs> yes, Tron Motherboard. Um, Actually, that so, would be a great name for something. Just saying, that, Disney, that if you want to use that Tron Motherboard, go yeah, right ahead. That's the nursery. <laughs> yes. With all the, the Tron Babies. That's and there's little bits that you know keep an that eye is? on them. No, you know what that is? That's the child swap area for Light Cycle Run. It's the Motherboard. Yeah. Yeah, it's where they go sense. for. Except, except, Light Cycle Run doesn't have a child swap room because they just do all of that outside because they don't. But want do they to have? have... Mm. Do they have an area to drop off your service animals, aka your bits? Yes, they do. That's the recovery zone. There you go. That's yeah. There you go. Because they also have a little water fountain over there, but that's where the kennel is. Oh, can you imagine a little bit that's like a, a service animal? Yes, and it, it like say there's a user that uh, is mute. And they 
can do yes or no questions, which, yes, that's a little uh, stupid, but, you know, what if one of them could... Like, the uh, girl from the Little Mermaid television series who has a octopus that uh, translates her sign language. But, Agatha, when would you have ever watched the Little Mermaid TV show? <sighs> Fourth season. Urchin broke my trophy. <laughs> That's like Look, the, no that's one's. Like one of you're not doing Gravity Falls anymore. You're not doing Ducktales anymore. You're not doing Amphibia anymore. You're not doing the Owl House anymore. If you could do it with Ducktales, you could do it with the Little Mermaid series. Please just remake it and have Doctor Vile have his revenge on Sebastian. Hmm. Um. Or at least give him an arc. Left it on a goddamn cliffhanger. So, so Tesla is having a nightmare about Beck winning and decides to turn the job of catching the renegade over to the people. And the reward is a new car, but that's not all. You'll also not have to deal with curfew anymore. Act now. I don't know why, but this reminds me of that classic play, The Crucible. No idea why. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, because, and, and uh, Zed. Is it ironic that there's a Red like, Scare episode of a Disney production? Uh, not really, because this whole cartoon is a big anti fascist statement. The whole series kind of is, honestly. Yeah. You oh, missed the point where Walt Disney uh, joined in on turning in employees who he thought were communists. Mm-hmm. True. Mm-hmm. Well, Walt's dead, and he was long. He was dead before Tron even started, so. Yeah. That and confronting totalitarianism and fascism like this, that's part and parcel with the cyberpunk genre, really. Oh, yeah. And Zed, Zed raises Mara's hand and is like, I've got your renegade right here. Shut the hell up, Zed. <laughs> Shut the and, hell up. And cue song clip here. So Beck decides to lay low for a while. And unsurprisingly, this whole thing about um, finding the renegade Immediately, re- immediately results in everyone turning in their neighbors as a suspect for literally, like, just made-up reasons. What did I tell you? Red Scared. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know what? I, I, wait, I actually have a headcanon. I bet there was a group of users who called in and were like, hey, yeah, I, I, have, I have someone for you to turn in. Oh, their name is uh, Seymour. See more butts. <laughs> I kind of like see what that they what, uh, what so many people did with those transgender hotlines. Oh yeah, it's like turn in your neighbors. I, love that. I yeah, absolutely joined in on that, and I said that they had the entire B movie script. Yes, and I couldn't do that. They have a character limit. Well, there's like what is it? One of those like report a trans person hotlines literally got into like it was shut down. Because people kept spamming the B movie script, yes. which is the greatest I'm, thing listen, I've heard. Anyone who did that, I am so proud of you. I just wrote down that I was com- uh, creating an army of crabs with genitals on their backs, and they're coming to your houses to wave them in your faces. <laughs> that Better cute. install them onto their pickup trucks. Yeah. <laughs> so, I forgot that there's a character in this episode named Link. Yes, oh, yes. Yeah. you're supposed to watch him at the garage. <gasps> uh, Why is there the... suddenly what? a bunch of chickens that are starting to swarm me now? <laughs> those are the crab chickens I talked about previously. Freaking Look at hey. all those chickens! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at all those chickens. Um, 
So Beck actually gets to hang out with his friends for once and is like, oh, wow, this kind of sucks now. Yeah. Uh, and and Pavel has this elaborate scheme um, that involves uh, having Link basically frame someone else as being the renegade. It was Hopper. It was Hopper. Yeah, it was Hopper. And, like, he does this whole thing where he, like, forges this, this thing onto the disc also, I just um, want to point out that the new car that they give the that they give the program that pulls that finds the rene the renegade looks a lot track. like the it looks a lot like the the wild wing from Mario Kart. <laughs> the red and black car that Mario drives, it looks a lot like that. <laughs> Whoa! <Kinda. laughs> I'm a Chris Pratt. My favorite Mario character is Vivian. Look her up. She's adorable, and I love her, and I will protect her with my life. But anyways, in the world of Tron... <laughs> so yeah, Beck is surprised to see just how much has changed under the occupation. Going to the club really sucks now. And Pavel barges in and accosts Hopper. And You're Zed... a witch! I mean, communist! I mean, renegade! Yeah. Zed, Zed and Mara tell Paige that they can prove that Hopper isn't the renegade, because Hopper was at the garage when um, the renegade fought Pavel. Mm. He has to be the renegade. He turned me into a newt. A newt? I got better. Would they even know what a newt is? Don't ruin the joke. I will do what I please! I get to wreck jokes like I wreck tacos. So Beck, Beck shows up in the backseat of Link's rover and finds out that Pavel set up this whole thing. What? Because slimy underling to fascist occupation, gonna slimy underling. Yeah. Yep. And Paige thinks, probably correctly, that Pavel is doing all of this to embarrass Tesler so that Clue will get rid of Tesler and give Pavel Tesler's old job, basically. Yeah, that's pretty much all that he wants. Pretty much. Pavel is that one guy at work that will do nothing, that will stop at nothing to get himself a, a promotion. That's yeah. exactly what he is. He's that yep. one guy. Yep, yep, yep. Pavel <laughs> oh, is yes. pretty much a uh, star scream. Uh, star shout, if you will. Yeah. Quick yeah. Uh, quick note. Gorn was named after Saul, Saul Gorn, excuse me, a pioneer in computer and information science. Oh. Yep. So Tesla doesn't care what Paige, Mara, and Zed have to say and captures Mara and Zed with the intention to de-res them too. And they do this whole very public execution thing where they're yeah. like basically going to be like drawn and quartered. Holy shit, this is dark. Yeah, this is probably the, one of the darkest it. moments I've ever seen in any show that's aimed at a younger audience. Like definitely one of the darkest moments I've ever seen. Like, yeah, these people who are like literally innocent, we're going to like, you know, us, like execute them in the public square by getting them pulled apart by motorcycles. Oh my god! Have fun, kids. <laughs> like, and people keep saying, remember, you "This know, is a ride. This is now a ride at Magic Kingdom." Well, the ride mention, takes place well after all that. That's yeah, true. Yeah. That's true. Isn't there a ride at Universal Studios where you pilot a transformer that's holding a gun? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Just, just, just making sure. 
And he and fires course, it during the ride, too. Yeah, uh, I got on that ride because my roommate wanted to go on, and I'm just sitting there like, oh, this is uncomfortable. Because I'm pretty sure another mass shooting had happened that same day! It keeps happening! I rode that ride multiple times trying to meet one of the workers there. If you know, you know. Me? <laughs> no, 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 on the other coast. Oh, the other one. Because, <laughs> yeah, no. I worked on the Transformers ride for, like, three weeks. Not me going to Universal Studios in a Theme Snark shirt. <laughs> trying and failing to meet Theme Snark three times in a row. <laughs> I was hoping we could hang out with them when we went when we went to Universal, but they were busy moving, so... That's reasonable. But, but thank you once again to Haley for the tickets. That was yeah. very nice of you. <laughs> um, we had a great day. Um, had some very good Mexican food at the end of the day. It was good. Mm-hmm. Well, it's California, um, so there's lots of well, good we went Well, we went to Antijitos, which they actually have here in Florida, too. So, um, But Mara appears to actually be about to confess feelings for Zed, which... Why? Honey, no! Oh, come on, Mara! <laughs> you, I mean, you I mean, so much, so much better. If you didn't see that coming, though, you are also a thirsty Because, come on, it's been pretty <laughs> obviously, like, yeah. foreshadowed the whole time. There's a difference between, oh, he's a himbo, but no, he's just a thirsty dumb boy. Yes, but, like, they're supposed to be, like, you know, young and dumb. So, you know, how many times in high school did the, you know, the nice girl go out with the absolute jerk bag because that was her type at the time and then grows up to regret it? Like, how many times has that happened, like, a year? You know? I'm going to say at least more than five. Somewhere in that ballpark. Mm. (laughs) Beck basically had a whole plan involving Link. But the second he realizes that Mara and Zed are in trouble, he's like, nope, screw that. And he just steals Link's <laughs> rover and takes yeah. off. He's it like, nope, like... we're not doing that. So... I, I just gotta go. This so isn't even the first time he Epona? Link. Hmm? Pretty much. He I steals the, the wild right? wing. Yes. He steals the wild wing and then goes to the Epona, right? Is that the name of the... God damn it, now I have to look it up. Link horse. Yeah, yeah, that's the one, Epona. Okay, I just... You had it correct. Okay, yeah. no one was taking me seriously! So... We were all making background jokes. So no, you never listen! So, so Beck stops them from being drawn and quartered, and as all this action is happening, Zed is like, Hey, so what were you gonna say? What were you gonna say yeah. tomorrow? I'm like, oh my god, Zed, focus! You're about to freaking die if you don't get out of this! <laughs> no, keep keep him unfocused and just push him when no one's looking. What's the theme song again? escape and apparently the light rover can like split into two light cycles yeah why did he get have a sidecar i don't think we've ever seen a light cycle with a sidecar actually to my why not like a look up an overall i don't know how to spell it good luck it's a russian motorcycle that was that they stole from the nazis and made it as their own and you could like drive it in the snow it's like a tank out of a motorcycle (laughs) that sounds awesome Hmm. that sounds awesome yeah i know a friend who bought one and they're like i don't know what to do with this part and i said what is it he's like it's a machine gun mount (laughs) (laughs) i kind of want one now i said i i suggested putting a skull on it and he said a fake one and i said no 
I said at take the, your pick. <laughs> uh, at the Airbnb that I was staying at um, when I went to Williamsburg, when I went to Bush Gardens, um, he was like a former, he was like a former uh, uh, military. And he had like, 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 and the, the guy that actually owns the house was not there, but I was talking to uh, one of the people that like was a kind of a caretaker for the house while they were gone. Uh, and I'm like, so what's the big, the big, uh, thing that's hanging on the wall that looks like kind of like a cannon? It's like, oh yeah, that's a, that's a, uh, a spent bazooka that's just there. I'm like, that is really Did you cool, meet Bert Gummer? <laughs> Apparently, yeah. <laughs> was there a graboid hanging off of his wall? There was not a graboid. There was not a graboid, but I was, I was kind of thinking about, um, I'm like, damn, what did that take down? That's Gummer! The only way to keep a graboid as a pet. I, I I hope it killed some kind of giant monster, but it probably was something much different. Anyway, it killed the bear that got DiCaprio. Yeah, um, it killed the so bear that ate the bees. And um, <laughs> that leads us to Scars Parts One and Two. So the next episode is called Scars Part One and Two. And wait, where did Deagle go? Oh, he's fine. What do you got? Oh, here. Um, I just got a text message from Deagle. He says that he is currently in his bunker because he's afraid of talking about the implications of this particular episode. Um, okay, we're. Um, I'm gonna patch him in. He sent me a link to his audio. Um, okay, Deagle, go ahead. Yeah, guys. So, yeah, as much as I love the episode on this one, um, yeah, there's a lot of implications around this one. I'm just going to say, I'm a guy, I'm white, I'm a stormtrooper. I'm going to sit this one out in my protective bunker. Coward! (laughs) Call me a coward all you want. It's not the internet I'm afraid of on this one. It's the car carrying super villain with the chainsaw. Peace out. Do you want to talk about the Tron stuff first, or do you want me to give you guys a small history lesson? We'll go through the synopsis first, and then we can go to the history lesson. Um, so All basically, right. at the beginning of the episode, Dyson has arrived to do a review. Um, he's Clue's highest-ranking in? Was Dyson in the original movie? No, he's not. He was, I think, created by this show, too. I think he's like... Yeah, he's not in Legacy either. Show. Okay, I just, I wanted to ask because everyone was like, oh my god, it's Dyson, and I'm just, I, I, who? Who, who is Dyson? You know why, you know why they all know who right? Oh, I didn't study for this part of the test. Yeah, you know why no, they all know who Dyson yeah, is, he's right? He's a character in the show. Because Dyson okay. sucks. Okay. Are y'all just not gonna, not gonna get the... It's a vacuum Sorry, someone was calling joke, my phone. But yes, I got, I got. No, I got the joke. I got the joke. Yes, that's funny. <laughs> I didn't want to give you give you the satisfaction. It's also funny that on the Tron coaster, the bathroom has mm-hmm. Dyson hand dryers. Uh, I, I find that particularly kind of funny. <laughs> oh, so you're like me, where every time they see something Konami, you just want to punch it. Well, no, it's because specifically having the Tron ride with his nemesis Dyson, and then the bathroom has. Dyson dryers, like that's dryers. Kind of wait, 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 wait. Are they, uh, are they automated? Yeah, they're like the automated yeah. hand. Okay, dryers that's his ones. prison. <laughs> yeah. 
Because this presume the, the Tron Light Cycle run presumably takes place after Tron Legacy. I mean, it kind of has to. If it's it does, it does. Disc. Yeah. Okay. Um. Where is it? Anyways. Oh. So. Um, so yeah, he's clearly. Yeah, everybody was soldier. like, "Oh my god, it's Dyson." Okay. Yeah. Clue's highest-ranking soldier, and Tron wants Beck to take take Dyson in. Um, Beck notices that Tron's scars are getting worse, partially because Tron has been spending less time in the um, the healing chamber. Healing chamber. Yes. And we get uh, flashbacks, and of course it's revealed that Dyson and Tron were friends back in the day. And... Mm-hmm. We have this whole um, riot that they're going to, or this, what ends up becoming a riot. It, it starts as kind of a heated, you know, standoff between two between sides kind the, of thing. the ISOs and the... And the programs. Programs? Oh, yeah. I did it. I got it right. Okay. Yes, and it's God basically... It, I'm learning. It's basically, it. I, it's basically isoxenophobia, which we've already seen kind of what happens yeah. after this. And obviously there's a lot of real world parallels that I'm sure we're going to talk about in a moment. Um, and someone throws a disc at a program and it causes a full blown riot. them and then- uh, And yeah, Dyson gets injured. Calamity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they blame it on the ISOs because it came from that side, though it clearly was not It an obviously ISO was not it. an ISO. Yeah, it was someone else looking to start shit basically. See, yep. when you told me, when you told me, I, I know we were going to talk about the history thing, but when you told me, oh, this is the Tron Stonewall episode, I was like, oh, I can't wait. And I took all these notes before I watched it. And then I watched it. And this is really the Boston Massacre more than anything, where they don't know who shot first. They assume it was that. on the Boston side. Yeah, yeah, it was I, on I the can, Boston can, side. Yeah, I can see that. The, the start of the Revolutionary War. Yes. So, and, and, we'll get to Stonewall. We'll get to talking about Stonewall, where I'm going to info them. But, okay. I get where you co- were coming from. Yeah. Yeah, um, it's, like, it's kind of both of them mixed together a little bit. Yeah. And back in the present day of the story, Tron is clearly not acting like himself. He's letting kind of revenge consume him this whole time. Um, Because he he just really wants to get back at... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm fucking... Bad Tron. (laughs) I still think they should make an an enemy named Norton because backwards it's no Tron. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Uh, <laughs> Christ! Nor isn't Norton the other was, security program? I don't think so. Yes. No, I don't think there's any character. No, for computer uh, security for checking viruses, it's Norton. Yeah, and that'd be also funny because that's basically in reality, Tron is basically an antivirus. So having Norton as a competitor makes sense from an actual computer standpoint, <laughs> and from the pun that his name backwards is No Tron. Yeah. It works on two levels. So anyways, um, so Paige hates Pobble's guts because of course. What else is new? Yeah. I mean, By the way, kudos to Paul Rubin for voicing such a slime ball and doing such a good yeah. job. Oh yeah, yeah. He's great as that voice. And basically, and um basically Pavel and Paige what? get teamed up to try to 
make sure that Dyson's visit goes off without a hitch. And they want to team up to uh, defeat Pumpkinhead. Yeah, Pavel wants to form an alliance with Paige, and Paige is like, I don't want anything to do with you ever. <laughs> By the way, in one of the flashbacks, one of them, I don't remember who, says, yes, in a very weird way, and I laugh every time I've watched these episodes twice. And Isn't I, it's that like, the perfect system? Yeah. Where he's like, yeah. am I still yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. the perfect system? Yeah. The way Jeff the way Jeff Bridges did it was better, and I kind of wish they could have just used that audio again. I don't think they the, could have. He has the best yeah that like yeah. <laughs> so good. Put a comparison of the two, yes. Editor Chandler here. Okay, so this one is Jeff Bridges. Am I still to create the perfect system? Yeah. And here's Fred Tatashore. Am I still to create the perfect system? Yeah. Uh, that's the big Lebowski. Yes. But it's not the big Lebowski who's voicing him. They couldn't right. afford to get Jeff Bridges to voice him again. Okay. What's really funny they, is when, when Tron Light Cycle Run opened, they had Jeff Bridges, like, record a video. Like, clearly he's in, like, his bathroom or something talking I mean, about how exciting it is that the ride is open now. <laughs> he's just Say like, what you will about that video about him being in his bathrobe, <laughs> but he was basically in a bathrobe through all of Legacy anyways. So that's it's not true. Like it's out of place. He is the <laughs> true Lebowski method. So we get Flynn finally showing up, and of course, that that the kind of the interesting thing with Flynn is obviously he's like basically god to all the other programs because uh, yeah, because he created, he this, created whole world. this grid. Yeah, and, and then he becomes a false god because he he's mad at the he's what's his name Dyson the hand dryer is like look at these dickheads. And, yeah, and Flynn and doesn't like, listen to him. But, He's like, no, the ISOs yeah, have Flynn's as much like, right to be here as anyone else. Bro, you're yeah, sounding Flynn like a is all... I, It's the 80s, man. Come on. Right? It's the 80s about this time? Or 90s? Yeah, Late yeah 80s, come on, man. I got enough of this on daytime television. Come on, man. Just chill. Mm -hmm. Just chill, bro. Just chill, dude. Flynn is like, the ISOs are the coolest thing ever. It's so amazing. They created themselves. It's awesome. And then Clue is like, how dare these abominations create themselves in my perfect system? Yeah. <laughs> Nothing is perfect. Perfection is a state of mind based on one's own opinion of things. I mean, so that's the thing sucks. about perfection is it's unknowable. It's impossible, but it's also right in front of us all the time. Except for Cherry. No, wait. Aww. Cherry's farts are like her own little Chernobyl coming out of her butt. <laughs> um, so Vec tries to show Tron that he can get the disc without issue, but Tron wants Dyson specifically. And it's pretty obvious that Tron wants his throat. Wants, yeah, he wants his throat. Pretty much. Um, he wants, he's out for blood. Or bits in this case. Um, Tron so, wants blood. Tron wants blood. Vex smoke bomb attempt fails. He basically tries to to ambush Dyson and and Dyson. Pavel and Paige, and it doesn't work. Um, and of course, as we alluded net. to, as we as we alluded to, um, we flash back to. Am I still to create the perfect system? Yeah. yeah. And this is <laughs> that one part in Legacy, right, yes. where it's like yes. yes. 
go, my God uh, almighty, go and run. And then he gets the absolute shit beat out of him. My roommate oh, walked in yeah. on the torture scene and was like, oh, it's a plasma cutter. I paused it and just, it, did, it was like the Dewey Griffin head tilt <laughs> I did towards her. You look at a scene where the main character whose voice actor is just so squishy and warm, I want to hug it. You look at that and you think, plasma cutter. I want one of those. <laughs> yeah. I don't know who's more mad, me or her. Um, so Vex stands up to Tron and Tron knocks Beck out and goes for revenge. He wants to kill. Yes, yeah, he does. We get an amazing Something action. That... We get an amazing action scene out of it. Oh my god! Yeah, Beck goes after yeah. Tron, and Tron ultimately manages to lose Beck at the canyon from earlier. But we get to see what Tron can really do in a light cycle. You have to drive on light cycles, and someone always cuts me off, and I crash into the stupid wall. Yeah, that's kind of how light cycles work. <laughs> you gotta avoid their. You gotta avoid their walls, man. That's, mm -hmm. that's the. Um. So Tron sees a bunch of programs get repurposed into soldiers, and that whole thing is just terrifying. Oh, not just not just any people. They're his team. They're his right, friends. Right, yeah. Yeah, people that he knew. Back in the, the present, um, Pavel caused an overload at the at the base, and Paige is just done with his shit. Yeah. Oh, the, the Paige and Pavel rivalry just it just ramps. There's no, yeah. it, it, <laughs> it just ramps it reminds, here in the end of the series. <laughs> it reminds me of something, but I can't quite put my finger on it. Type of rivalry I'm familiar with. Oh, well. <laughs> why are you laughing? Because I get the joke you're referencing. That's why I get what you're referencing. What are you talking about? Sounds like you're talking about the rivalry of you and Tony, which is funny <laughs> no nah, paul rubens is cooler well, so, <laughs> so tron is i was about to say tony um so tron <laughs> tony's a nerd he's <laughs> stupid and smelly and he's like <laughs> to all who come to this happy place i'm some tron with a camera i am one user <laughs> I was saying you should have used the grid theme there instead of the song he actually used. Yeah. What was it? Wait, this is from what? I'm sorry. In the Hit, um, the Splash Mountain Tony video Splash where he Mountain talks video. about yeah. um, how Disney World reopened and Tony edited the video to say stay at home. Uh, I was I one see. of the crowd people in that actually. I was one of the people yelling stay at home. And uh, then, I wasn't yeah. invited to say that. But that was whatever. certainly an interesting I, I time to be a cast member. <laughs> I, I pitched in the comments of the rough, the Patreon rough cut. I'm like, you should have went with a Tron reference there because there is a scene where they call somebody out for being a user. And then he, so he did use that clip, but he did not use the soundtrack that I pitched that he should use of the grid theme. Well, he's a loser nerd. So what did you expect? <laughs> <laughs> so anyways um tron is hellbent on revenge and he sets up bombs which was actually done in a very interesting way with the um what is it is it fog is it dust yeah well, that was that was what dust in a computer? See, the thing is the thing is um uh, that's that's what pavel did 
Was he caused that overload? Whatever. I don't get this series. I will never get this. And series. basically, <laughs> basically, he I was hate it. He was gonna like um, cause a meltdown, and I don't know exactly what it would have done to the base, but it wouldn't have been good. <laughs> yeah, it basically would pretty much cause the base to self destruct on its own. Yeah. So yeah, there's that. <laughs> Which you know is definitely what you want to do if you're looking for a promotion is sabotage the whole base. <laughs> Yes. Well, see, he's not just looking for a promotion. He wants to replace him. So if you blow him up, by default, you can replace him because he's not there anymore. By default, my favorite win. It's sort of like That's how, how you if get promotion, you... kids. You blow up your boss. <laughs> exactly. Am I allowed to say that, or is that also going to be censored? No, that's that's. I was just. I I I want to. I kind of want to make a reference, but also I don't want to spoil it for you. So never mind. Uh, <laughs> You you destroy your old boss, you become the new boss. There's there's a, a a reference a reference there. How about you shut up? Because I haven't gotten that far. Not no not I, I'm not talking about this. I'm talking about something else. I'm 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 talking about something else. Anyways, um, so in the flashback, it's revealed that Dyson was the one who messed up Tron's face and caused all the scars, and Dyson assumed that Tron was dead. Um, because Tron was, like, basically being sent away in some, uh, one of the flying ships, and the it's ship crashed. It's so chilling hearing one of the gods during the torture scene just whisper to the other, don't they usually scream? Why don't we hear any screaming? Oh my god, Yeah, this yeah. show is, like, really dark when it <laughs> wants to be. Just wait, because, like, I, the next couple of episodes, it gets real <laughs> No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just want to point because... out. I just want to point out that this show aired on the same network as Phineas and Ferb. Yeah. So. I mean. <laughs> I mean, Raiders of the Lost Ark and Frozen have the same rating. Well, yeah, but that's because Raiders of the Lost Ark was made before PG-13 existed. I know, but it's just. They, you know what I mean? I know. I know. I know. I know. Oh yeah, and that's what I think. That's what's so cool is that this this the fact that this show exists is kind of insane because it really does. It really feels unlike any other show that they've ever done for the network, and still nothing they've made. Even even shows that have gotten darker and have had darker moments, like you know, The Owl House and Amphibia. Still, nothing has been on this level. Yeah, I don't. I, no, I've not watched either of those shows yet because but... they're still ultimately comedies. So yeah, there's definitely moments where things first. get dark. But yeah, this is an action show, and it's a it's an action show about a um, an oppressive regime, and as a result, it's gonna have all fascists. Fascism. Yeah, yes, it's an anti-fascist cartoon. It's an anti-fascist cyberpunk story. Yes, it is literally fascism. <laughs> <laughs> and that's kind of what makes it so awesome and yeah. like <laughs> it's it's you know it's 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 so good it really is um so and the best fight scene ever happened yeah we get dyson yeah, and that sean is fighting awesome oh my fight god scene. like you can tell the two of them they are just just completely evenly matched even though tron is also dealing with everything he's dealing with being you know still also wait, man, i don't understand why was Dyson like, oh, I'm scarred and disfigured? I'm not perfect. All 
you scarring of the face like, oh, I'll make you imperfect too. My dude, people like scars on the face. They think it's sexy. Well, it's because own, in... uh, own it, work it. <laughs> but it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's the whole perfect system thing. Yeah, it's it's because yeah he's so aligned with Clue that anything that isn't perfect is seen as horrible. That's what, what it is. What a bitch! What a absolutely, bitch. absolutely. I am a bitch, a bitch, a bitch, a bitch, a bitch. And also, the other thing that happens is Tron ends up cuffing Beck to a railing, and the the oh, railing yeah, and is supposed. His... Well, yeah, so the cuffs are supposed to auto release. The problem is this base is also getting the shit wrecked out of it. And he removes his disc. Yeah. Like his memory disc. So what happens if he doesn't kill him in time? And then Bex just standing there going, help, where am I? Who am I? Yeah, that's yeah that's... Could, I forgot about yeah. that, his memory loss thing. Help. Yeah, Give it's almost mouth. like Tron is not thinking rationally about any of this. Oh, weird. <laughs> hmm, funny that. Um... So, yeah, the fight sequence, and um, we cut to a flashback where Tron was saved by one of the repurposed programs, who's like... Okay, listen, 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 Tumblr girls. Tumblr girls, guys, gals, non-binary pals. We all saw this scene on Tumblr, and we all thought the same thing, right? We absolutely shipped the hell out of those two, am I right? <laughs> that sort of relationship of, like, one nursing the other back to health and then a relationship grows from there you know it i know it i've been on tumblr long enough i've seen things <laughs> was there during the onceler era oh my god there. i survived it we all know you will send me your links to old fan art of stuff like that because sometimes i'm in the mood for a little wump and sometimes I want to see two guys snuggling. Uh, if you don't know and... what WUMP is, look it up. W-H-U-M-P. Okay. Um, so Tron ends up ultimately um, coming to his senses and leaves Dyson alive. He's like, you're only alive because you suck. <laughs> and you're going to deliver a <laughs> he message. He didn't say that. And yeah, like I deliver said... a message for me. And the and message said, was, Dyson trans sucks. rights are human rights. Yes, and Dyson oh, wait, no, leaves. That wasn't the message. Dyson leaves and reports back to Clue and tells Clue that Tron lives. And then Clue starts crying like the little baby and soils himself out of fear. Yes, <laughs> it was exactly so, that. That's exactly what they wrote for the show. That's, that's literally exactly word what happened. Word. So Agatha, I'm you have the so floor. good at fan fiction. So when you guys originally invited me for this stupid Tron thing. I was ready to send crabs over to your house to knock you senses, but you said there was a Stonewall episode. And I watched it. And like I said earlier, that's more of a Boston massacre. And again, there's this the similarity of we don't know who threw the first disc. We don't know who threw the first brick. But in Stonewall, it wasn't meant to maim or kill. Let me explain Stonewall. I'm paraphrasing the hell out of this. If you want to learn more information, there's many books. Do not watch that movie. Look up the drunk history episode of Stonewall. That will teach you. But basically, a lot of bars in New York, like gay bars were in New York, and there were police who had ties with the mafia and were 
asking for bribes to be like, hey, we won't arrest everybody. You can't arrest people for being gay, but you could be like, oh, it's like, oh, I'll arrest you for having a broken tail light. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. And then the rumors started spreading about how they were, uh, you know, selling illegal alcohol. Or the worst one was, well, they had underage prostitutes. Their word, not mine. When in reality, a lot of bars took in runaways or those who were kicked out of their parents' houses and said, listen, we don't want you going out in the streets. So you sleep at the bar and then in the morning you can go out and get a real job. But because kids, quote unquote, were at the bar, because there was the, oh, the gays are all perverts, you know, that sort of stupid thing. So Stonewall was the straw that broke the camel's back, if that makes sense. So it wasn't, the first brick throne wasn't meant to hurt anyone. It was meant to cause a disruption and chaos. These people were angry. They were sick and tired of not having their own space. So instead of it be turning it into a riot, which eventually became a party, for Tron, it looked like a targeted attack. So yeah. in reality, it didn't matter who threw the first brick. We knew it was the patrons of the bar. And there was a mutual understanding that sort of rippled through the crowd. So many bars were shut down, safe places were compromised, and they were, like the ISOs, targeted for who they were, something that they had no, this was a choice. But unlike the ISOs, they were, you know, they were like, oh, meek and, you know, down, on, well, you stop crying. They were meek and down on their luck and all looking pathetic and innocent. No, there was, being nice doesn't always work. Being passive doesn't always work. They, let me read a quote. I'm gonna censor one word. Um, uh, when do you ever see a, uh, uh, you know, fight back. Now times were changing. Tuesday night was the last night for bullshit. Predominantly, the theme was this shit has got to stop. And the, an officer um, shoved a person in drag who responded by hitting me in the head with her purse as the crowd booed him. Someone in the crowd declared that the bar had been raided because they didn't pay off the cops to to which someone else yelled, well, let's pay them off. And they threw loose change into the air at the police's faces. That's and the best part was they started a kick line on top of the paddy wagon. And to the song, to the tune of Tra La La Boom D8, <clears throat> we are the Stonewall girls. We wear our hairs and curls. We don't wear underwear. We show our pubic hair. And it was just a community coming together. Like this was when cops were arresting people who were just witnesses. Hmm, sounds a little familiar, doesn't it? Yeah. And people familiar. were like, you're literally arresting these people for doing a kick line. You're arresting people just standing here. And this Stonewall was the spark that led to a lot of laws being passed and a lot of recognition, like, recognizing that the community are people and we're we're not we're done being passive we're done being pushed around and kicked around we're done being portrayed as the villain of everything 
right? This was 1969. Psycho had come out. And then there was that trend of, oh, the trans woman is, was the villain the whole time sort of thing. They'll trick you. You, you were, that whole thing come, came from a movie. It came from a movie. So I understand where you guys came from. The ISOs are a minority and they are people who are something that they cannot change, but they embrace. And these targeted attacks for the need of perfection reflect greatly on the LGBTQ community. Because, you know, like I said, some people won't respect you. They'll do, they'll find all the loopholes to attack you. And, but like Tron, like Renegade, sometimes you need to decapitate a statue. Sometimes you need to just spread the word Tron lives or trans rights matter or give me roses now instead of laying them on my grave. It's just. And I'm Ron DeSantis can go I, fuck himself. Ron DeSantis, Governor Abbott, all of you. I'm going to start. You know what? First time I'm doing this on a recording. All of you. All of you can go fuck yourselves. Grandma, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to swear. Please don't be mad at me. I don't swear because my grandma might be listening. <clears throat> is it hot in I here mean, or is it just me? It's, it's warranted. It's completely warranted. So, listen to my lovely dear listeners. Spread the word. Sean lives. You will live. You can do this. You are loved. People love you. People support you. People care about you. I care about you. We have to be like Renegade. We have to get out there and we have to take a stand. We, are, we can't be passive like the ISOs anymore. We have to, we have to fight. And it is really bad timing that I'm about to cry. And Cherry's been crying this whole time because she wants to go outside and earn a cookie. Oh, Cherry, you're very bad at this. All right. Uh, so first podcast episode where Agatha says the F word and cries on, uh, on mic. Cool. I'll kill all of you. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Crab experiments. <laughs> we love you, Agatha. Uh, whatever. <laughs> and I think that's going to do it for this episode, which obviously ended on, you know, kind of an emotional note here, but that's going to happen when the show is dealing with themes that are still, it, it, on, honestly, it's probably even more relevant now than it was when it first came out. Tron like, belongs to the gays. It does. Absolutely. I make that declaration. Tron belongs to the gays. Have you watched Legacy? Gay as hell. Look suit to tell me that's not heterosexual at all. And you, you know what else belongs to the gays? Disney World. And seriously, once again, Ron DeSantis can go fuck himself. Plug time. Follow. Uh, I don't have anything to promote other than 
trans rights are human rights. LGBTQ plus people matter. Um, try cooking a pancake in a rice cooker. It's absolutely delicious. Okay. Get a giant fluffy pancake. That sounds amazing. I need to try that. I am at Vile Agatha on Twitter. And I usually plug stuff to help people out. Please support trans rights and LGBTQ plus rights, especially with Tron and the wonderful music with the connections that we were talking about earlier. You need some help out there. Kick a fascist in the dick. Do what you have to do. Help us out. Support the LGBTQ plus community. Do it for Tron. In the name of Tron, destroy transphobia with Tron. I am on Twitter at RCT3IsEpic. It's all one word. Uh, and I, that is also the name of my YouTube channel where I have just finished uh, a couple of different things, a custom soundtrack for Expedition Everest that has the official retweet of Joe Rody himself. Woo! I Woo! have, um, and I just recently did a video that came out the day of the launch of Light Cycle Run. That is my pitch for an entire Tron based land at a theme park. You can find all that on my YouTube channel. RCT3 is epic as well as you can find my original music on Bandcamp under the name Close to the Sun. I wanna ride a roller coaster. <laughs> this song for this episode, Escape Reality, makes more sense. Well, yes, that's true. <laughs> hmm. As always, you can find me on Twitter at dgill2295. Uh, my live tweet of Twilight Eclipse will be coming soon, as soon as the site politely decides to settle down a bit, and I know it's uh, much Don't more... Don't you want followers? Why would you do that <laughs> oh it was it, it was a, a poll left up to my followers so oh okay oh yeah i did do that didn't i <laughs> but it is coming don't you worry as soon as the site settles i will be right on that i also have a youtube gaming show called d gaming it's currently on a little bit of a hiatus but i do have plans to come back for season four for this year um, especially with Overwatch 2, with more content coming. Ideally, if and when they bring back the archive missions, the PvE missions, that's when I will begin uploading again in earnest. So just keep your eyes peeled on my YouTube channel, Vids, for more information. You also can find me at... Um, <clears throat> you, also, you can also find me on TikTok. Uh, just look for Dgill or search at dgill underscore dg1722. I have recently hit 100 followers and I've uh, managed to crack 1,500 likes. Thank you all so much. Expect a brand new no. sub-series for my Lego game. Expect a new sub-series for my Lego building show, Dgill Builds, to come out very, very soon. I've been working on some very special builds for that. Thank you all so much for following. You can follow me on Twitter at Starport97 and at my newly rebranded YouTube channel, Sunnyland Productions. There you'll be able to find various videos about animation and theme parks, including a whole bunch of videos that I just started making about the ghost of Molly McGee. I've also got two new Podcasts Without a Cool Acronym video editorials on there now. One of them is about Molly McGee, and the other one, which just came out, is about the Phineas and Ferb revival and kind of my thoughts about what I think they're going to do with it. I also have a theme park review show called Theme Park Backlot, which will be returning this year with my upcoming 41 years of Epcot retrospective. For updates on the YouTube channel and this very podcast, go follow Sunnyland Prods on Twitter, at Sunnyland Prods. 
But also, please subscribe to Sunnyland Productions on YouTube, because Twitter is falling apart. If you like this and want to hear more, be sure to subscribe. I'm on all the usual places. Google Play, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Audible. Leave us a review, give us five stars, and share us with your friends. And if you want to help me out even more, you can pleasure me on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Starport97. I haven't gotten around to rebranding the Patreon yet, but that will also be rebranded to Sunnyland Productions. Just a dollar a month gets you access to every episode of this podcast one day early, which will usually be Mondays instead of Tuesdays, but with Tron Month, it's anyone's guess. We also have a PWCA Discord server you can join. Link to that is in the description. And be sure to join us next week as we continue Tron Month with episodes 11 through 15 of Tron Uprising, right here on the podcast without a cool acronym. Just I'm I'm kind of drained. I'm on the floor and I can't get up. Okay, <laughs> I've fallen and I can't get up. <laughs> I have crabs crawling all over me. Well, they'll help you up, hopefully. No, they they this is this is their cue. They become a weighted blanket for me. Okay. Oh. Aww.